Hello everybody. Today I want to ask you a question. Are you going to heaven? That's one of the most important questions we could ever ask and one of the most important questions we could ever answer. Some people uh, think about it. Some people don't think about it. Um, some people only think about it when somebody passes away and so, some people don't even believe in heaven or hell or God. Uh, but if you're interested in knowing what the Bible has to say about it, I'm here to help you. Um, many people feel that if they follow the Ten Commandments, uh, or if they're good people, or if they do everything their church tells them to do as far as, you know, baptism and confirmation and everything, they are going to be going to heaven. But the Bible tells us that no one has ever been able to be good enough to go to heaven. Um, because there's sin in everybody's life. Every single person's life, there is sin. The Bible even tells us that uh, the law and the commandments purpose was to show us that we could never live a sinless life. In Romans 3 verse 20 in the New Living Translation, it says, for no one can ever be made, be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. So the very purpose of, of the law was, sure, it was to give us a guideline for the way we should live, but it also showed us that there's no single person that's ever lived that has been able to live up to those guidelines. In Romans 3, 23, it says, For no one can ever be, be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law slim, simply shows us how sinful we are. And uh, I think I just read that, but in Romans 3.23, it says, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. So every single human being that has ever lived is in the same boat. We all have sinned and we all fall have fallen short of God's standards. Uh, no one who has ever been born on this earth has been able to be good enough to enter the kingdom of heaven except Jesus Christ, and he was perfect. When he was crucified, he took the punishment for every single person, for every single sin that they had ever committed. The sins of all mankind, yours and mine, and every single person that's ever lived were laid upon Jesus Christ when he was crucified. He took the punishment for everyone's sin. All, all our sin, all our punishment was laid upon him so that we wouldn't have to bear that punishment. But we have got to do something to take advantage of that free gift. And the Bible calls it a free gift. What Jesus did cost him everything, but to us, it's completely free. In Romans six twenty three, it says, for the wages of sin or the payment of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Isn't that wonderful? And in Romans 4, 16, it says, So the promise, God's promise to us, is revealed by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all uh, all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. So in other words, we can receive this free gift whether we have lived right or not. And we all, like I said before, we've all fallen short. Um, but we have to have the faith and in this verse, it talks about the faith like Abraham's faith in Jesus Christ and what he, he uh, has done for us. We have to have that faith to obtain that free gift. 
And how do we do it? In Romans 10, verse 9, it says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him, in Jesus, will never be disgraced. So salvation is so simple, and God wants it to be that way. We believe with everything in our being and totally rely upon Jesus Christ as God, our Savior, our Master, our Lord, and we repent of our sins. We believe that his sacrifice, his spilled blood, washes away our sins. We believe that God raised him from the dead. We believe it so much and are so totally convinced that we declare it with our mouth. See, what's in our heart always comes out of our mouth. We choose to live for God. When the Bible was written, during these times that these scriptures were written, and these words were spoken, becoming a Christian meant persecution, possible imprisonment, and death. So uh, when this was written, making these declarations was a very, very difficult thing. And it was a life-changing thing. Um, and it is still that case many places today. It isn't so much in the United States, but in many places, if we're going to believe along on the Lord Jesus Christ, we may be uh, persecuted, we may be banished from our families, we may lose our jobs. Um, and becoming a Christian should be a life-changing event. A total 360 for you. Um, God makes your insides new. I don't know if you know that, but God, when you decide to put your trust in him, he actually makes your insides new. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. So we become new on the inside when we become a Christian. And going to heaven is not based, again, on how good we are. No one can be good enough. It is based on our faith in what Jesus did for us. And one of the most classic and wonderful scriptures in the Bible is John 3.16. It says, God, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. In other words, shall not go to hell, but shall go to heaven. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only son. So I ask you a question today. Have you put your trust in Jesus Christ? Have you believed on him? Have you confessed it with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? If you've never done that, I just encourage you to do that today. And if you'd like to do that, I'll pray with you right now. Father, we just thank you so much that, that you saw that, that there's no person that could be good enough to go to heaven. And you gave your son, Jesus Christ, to bear all of our punishment and to shed his blood to wash away all of our sins. And we just trust you in that now. We thank you, Lord, that he did that. We believe it with our whole hearts. We believe that the blood of Jesus washes away our sins. And right now, we just we just take him as our Savior. We take him as our Lord. We thank you for a new life in Jesus Christ. 
And Father, we thank you that we're going to heaven and we're living for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you did that, if you uh, became a Christian, if you put your trust in Jesus for the first time, we just ask that you let us know. We would love to send you a Bible uh, because the Bible is God's word and that's how we can learn about our new life is reading the Bible. And so I'm also going to put a link below this uh, 